Hello, welcome to the BT360 podcast, What's Up in Business Travel, a weekly podcast where we update you on what's up this week in the world of business travel. This podcast is great for those who need to know what's happening all in less than 15 minutes. My name is Ash. Let's get started. It is Monday, September 13th, and we have completed week 36 of 2021. I have two big announcements this week. The first is in regards to the 14th annual The Beat Live event scheduled to be held in New York City on December 7th. The Beat takes written entries by those who are interested in delivering the keynote address at this conference. I have submitted mine on the topic of business travel enablement. Now all the readers and listeners get to vote on the topic, and the topic that gets the most votes has the ability to be selected. It is already an honor to be mentioned with many of the best, but I really believe in the cause in that we have to do things differently if if we want business travel to return. And this is where you come in. By going to businesstravel360.com, you can read what I submitted and cast your vote. I hope that you will agree with me about what I wrote and will vote for my entry. For the second announcement, I am proud to announce that Business Travel 360 is partnering with Ribbon for Travel, along with many leading travel industry brands in raising awareness of mental health in the travel industry. As such, Ribbon for Travel is declaring the week of September 20th through the 25th as Mental Health in Travel Awareness Week. Working in the travel industry can take a lot. You have a lot on your mind with the state of the industry, all the extra rules, and for some also continued worries about your job. And it can definitely take its toll. Be involved and get involved. You can get all the details at ribbonfortravel.com. And now let's get to the headline. A Texas state court last week agreed to push back by about a month the pivotal hearing on American Airlines' temporary injunction request to block Sabre from using its new airline storefront display and paying value-based incentives to agencies for Delta Airlines bookings. The parties previously were fast-tracked for a September 17th showdown at the airline's request, which Sabre had argued was overly accelerated. The court agreed to a revised timeline and set a temporary injunction hearing to begin on October 18th and end on October 20th. We will keep you informed on this. This is a really important story for the travel industry, and you can be sure that Business Travel 360 will keep you updated. Our second headline is in regards to airfare prices expected to drop 10% this fall as we see travel demand declining. Pent-up travel demand has been unleashed since late February on the domestic air market, causing a 36% rise in fares from March 1st to June 20th. This is according to travel data company Hopper. To keep travelers flying during the slower fall season, airfares are expected to be lower than fall 2019 levels. Airfare is expected to drop 10% into September until late November, where the average round-trip domestic flight costing $260 costs are up from the fall of 2020, but are still lower than pre-pandemic levels. And for our third and final headline, U.S. President Joe Biden on Thursday announced a set of executive orders that will mandate COVID-19 vaccines for an estimated 80 million American workers. He has tasked the U.S. Department of Labor with drawing up a plan that requires businesses with more than 100 employees to mandate vaccination or weekly testing of their workers. The administrative's six-point plan is the federal government's most aggressive effort to tamp down COVID-19 infection rates since the pandemic began. All too often, when I'm traveling and I walk into a rental car center, I see people standing in line. I always ask myself, 
Why are they standing and waiting in line? Do they not know about Emerald Club, National's loyalty program? With Emerald Club, there is no line to wait on, and you can pick up any car in the Emerald Isle Row when you book a mid-sized car. That's right, a mid-sized car. You can get a full-size, an SUV, whatever's in the car lot. So the next time you rent a car, don't waste your time, and instead of getting a mid-sized car, get an upgrade. Sign up with Emerald Club at nationalcar.com. And now in news related to changes in travel due to the pandemic. Speaking of President Joe Biden, his latest executive order directs the TSA to double the fines travelers face when they refuse to mask up in airports or on certain modes of public transportation. The TSA's travel mask mandate requires masks on airplanes, trains, buses, and in airports and train stations. The mandate first went into effect in February and was recently extended to January 18th of 2022 to minimize the spread of COVID-19 on public transportation. The new fines for those who refuse to wear the mask will take effect on Friday and will be from $500 to $1,000 for first offenders, $1,000 to $3,000 for repeat offenders, The executive order announced Thursday also ensures that masking requirements remain in place in other modes of transportation that do not fall under the TSA mandate. The European Union's move to take the United States off its safe travel list due to rising COVID-19 infection rates is now having an impact on travel. Last week, the Netherlands announced that it had designated the U.S. as a very high-risk area for COVID-19. That means that effective immediately all U.S. travelers into the Netherlands will be forced to quarantine upon arrival, regardless of vaccination status, and those unvaccinated travelers will not be able to enter the country. The quarantine is currently set to 10 days, with the possibility of a shortened quarantine if the travelers produce a negative COVID-19 test after five days. Travelers who wish to travel to or from Australia aboard Qantas Airways must provide several documents before they will be allowed to board the aircraft, including proof of COVID-19 vaccine. In an interview with the Trans-Tasman Business Circle, Qantas announced the airline will make inoculation a requirement for all international travel. Ireland plans to drop almost all its COVID-19 restrictions in October, the country's prime minister recently announced. After a series of phased easing of restrictions, there will no longer be requirements for physical distancing or wearing a mask while indoors or outdoors beginning October 22nd. The process will begin Monday, allowing organized indoor events and mass gatherings to take place with venue capacity limits of 60% when all attendees are vaccinated or immune. Ireland has maintained what some people call the most stringent COVID-19 restrictions in Europe. IMEX America, the meetings industry trade show that will take place on November 9th through the 11th at the Mandalay Bay Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, will require that all attendees and exhibitors be fully vaccinated with a vaccine proof by the WHO according to a September 7th health and safety update posted on the event's website. Participants will be considered fully vaccinated two weeks after they've completed either the second dose in the two-dose series or after a single dose of the Johnson Johnson vaccine, all completed by October 25th. United Airlines says that more than half its employees who were not vaccinated last month have gotten their shots since the company announced that vaccines will be required. The airline's 67,000 U.S.-based employees face a September 27th deadline for getting vaccinated. United said Wednesday, however, that the employees whose bids for exemptions based on medical reasons or religious beliefs are denied will get five more weeks to get vaccinated. After that, the airline said they will face termination or unpaid leave. (laughs) 
2021 will be filled with news of mergers and new partnerships. The CEO of Asta and the president of ACTA have come together for a live conference on Wednesday with three other trade association heads to talk about how the industry can move forward. Other guests were the Secretary General of the European Travel Agents and Tour Operators Association and the British Travel Agents President, along with the CEO and Director of the Caribbean Hotel and Tourism Association. While each represent different groups within their own unique situations, the message from the panel was clear. The travel industry, which is running out of financial support from governments around the world, needs to either be further supported by aid or be allowed to fully reopen to support itself. We all remember when Bill Gates infamously said that business travel will not return at more than 50% of where it was in 2019. Well, now Bill Gates' private equity firm, Cascade Investment, is poised to take majority control of Four Seasons Hotel and Resorts as part of a $2.21 billion deal. Four Seasons said that Bill Gates' investment group has agreed to acquire half of a 47.5% stake currently owned by an affiliate of Saudi Arabia-based investment group. The transaction, which is expected to close in January, will increase Cascade's stake in Four Seasons from 47% to 71%. Kingdom Holdings affiliate would hold the remaining 23% stake. And now, in news relating to the return to travel. After an 18-month suspension of commercial flights at Toronto's Billy Bishop Airport due to COVID-19, airplanes are once again taking to the skies. Currently, Billy Bishop Airport is only hosting domestic flights to Halifax, Montreal, Ottawa, and a number of Canadian cities. Flights to the U.S. out of Billy Bishop are expected to resume on September 17th. Air Canada's low-cost carrier subsidiary Rogue has resumed operations for the first time since pausing operations in February. Service between Toronto, Las Vegas, Orlando resumed on Tuesday. Additional service will restart later this month, including flights to Tampa and Cancun. There is a new rail operator bringing competition to the London-Edinburgh route. From Monday, October 25th, Lumo will run high-speed, 100% electric train service between London and Edinburgh. The operator is owned by First Group and will compete on the route with government-run LNER. Luna will offer single-class service with two types of fares, Lumo Fixed and Anytime. The company said Lumo Fixed fares are up to 75% cheaper than Anytime fares. British Airways is introducing a new policy that will penalize agencies that engage in excessive churning practices. The repeated cancellation and rebooking of the same itinerary for the same passenger, independent of class and PNR, to circumvent or extend ticketing time hold limits, hold inventory, or to find lower booking class. Starting October 1st, 2021, the airline will allow a maximum of four rebookings. Any additional rebooked or canceled segments will be considered excessive churning and will be subject to an agency debit memo. Canada's Porto Airways is finally returning to the skies nearly a year and a half after suspending flights due to COVID-19. Porter on Wednesday welcomed passengers back on service to Toronto, Montreal, Ottawa and Thunder Bay, the first four destinations for the airline. Over the next 10 days, the airline will add a number of additional cities and then will start having service to the U.S. on September 17th. Porter will continue to offer passengers the ability to cancel or change with no fees for all bookings made before September 30th. Singapore's aviation regulator has cleared the Boeing 737 MAX for flying. The move comes nearly two and a half years after the aircraft was grounded globally and close to 10 months after the FAA cleared the MAX for flying. 
It also follows recent ungrounding decisions of the jet type in Asia. India lifted its max groundings on October 26th, followed by Malaysia on September 2nd. However, China continues to ban max operations. If you're not familiar with the 737 MAX aircraft, you can read our opinion about it at businesstravel360.com slash 737. There you will find tons of resources around this aircraft type. I personally will not fly a 737 MAX and I encourage those who do fly 737 MAXs to read about this aircraft type so you are well informed. And now in some technology news. CWT has integrated Amadeus's web-based travel booking and fulfillment platform called Selling Platform Connect into its European servicing hubs. The integration enables CWT travel counselors to service travelers around the clock using any web-connected device, a support capability that has become increasingly vital post-COVID-19. Rental car company Six will collaborate with mobility tech provider Mobileye to offer a autonomous ride-hailing service. Mobileye plans to test the vehicles in Munich in 2022. Once the regulatory approval is complete, riders will be able to access the service through Six mobile app. Mobileye will own the autonomous vehicle fleet, while Six will maintain and operate the fleet as well as provide branding. Online event booking site MeetingsBooker.com has rebranded as Hubly. As MeetingsBooker.com has evolved to now include group stays, workspaces, and enterprise management platform, we felt that the brand should evolve as well. The company will continue to operate the MeetingsBooker.com platform to service venue supplier partners around the globe and manage direct B2C booking. Habicus Group, the parent company of service apartment provider Silverdoor, has acquired its rival, the Apartment Service. Terms of the deal were not disclosed. The Apartment Service CEO, Charlie McCraw, now will focus on the room space segment of the business, which he has retained. The Apartment Service had been established in London in 1981. And in regards to NDC news, there is absolutely none. <laughs> With that, thank you for joining us, and I would like to ask you to tune in again next week on Monday morning to get your weekly update. We hope that you will make this a regular part of your week and listen in while you're on the move or sitting back and sipping your coffee. You can subscribe to this podcast by searching Business Travel 360 on Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, or Pandora. Be sure to share this podcast with everyone you know so that they can also benefit from getting to know more about what's up in business travel. You can always find more information on businesstravel360.com. Have a great day and travel well.